1: Hey everybody! Welcome to Catfish Cops. My name is Tony Godwin.
0: My name is Brandon Poor.
1: We want to welcome you to the show. How's things, Brandon?
0: They're well. We want to send out a shout out to our friends at Road. Absolutely. Um, like I said, we're not getting anything that- other than the use of these wonderful microphones and the broadcasting board and all the stuff that they've given us uh, or provided, yeah. and we use. Uh, and then. We have a friend over at Freesound that has allowed us the use of the music as well.
1: Yep. Eric Hopton, we appreciate uh, very much the intro that um, you put forth and allowed us to use. And then lastly, we want to um, give a huge thanks to the Carly Ryan Foundation. For those of you that have been listening, you already know that um, you know we've uh, graciously partnered with them and then they've allowed us to um, basically stock our resource page on our uh, website
0: for your benefit. Our resources are pointing to their resources. Um, but we're going to, I I don't want to, I don't want to like keep throwing out anticipatory things, but I'm excited because it sounds like we may actually get to sit down with Sonia Ryan and speak with her about, um, the Carly Ryan foundation. It is
1: definitely in a future episode. Yeah.
0: We're super excited uh, about that. I'm really excited. And, uh, You guys, I think, will be too. It's a tragic story to hear, but I think that Sonia's done amazing things out of it.
1: Yeah, she's an amazing lady, which I think everybody will agree when we get there. Yep. Hey, I want to mention before we kick off on this, like if you are in the vehicle and you're listening and your kiddos are in the car, then please pause and wait.
0: And don't listen with them there. Yeah,
1: let's wait till they get to class or in school uh, because uh, the episode that is forthcoming today is quite graphic
0: adult As Very, Yeah, have been a few of them before
1: yeah we try to give you the heads up when um when that's going to happen because we want to be mindful of kiddos in the car
0: yep all right so what are we talking about today
1: all right well today takes us back to my uh my prime you know when i was really hitting the road and i was in my lane for, when you
0: were the infamous tony godwin to yeah. all of the agencies that you expected to do your dirty work yeah
1: Back uh, 29, 2009, and uh, 2010. This was a 2010 case from February. This was an online solicitation of a minor case. Um, and again, in the Yahoo chat platforms because it was just a fish in a barrel.
0: Was- yeah, so we've talked about Yahoo, right? That uh, we have – I don't think we have anything comparable to that exactly. There's some yeah. like PalTalk and – yeah, there are some chat rooms, even an app form. There are some chat rooms that may kind of have some similar things to Yahoo chat room, but Yahoo chat room was its own entity.
1: Yeah, man. Um, I mean, it's great that it went away because it needed to go away. Um, but I'm telling you, it uh, it really took away a valuable tool for us. Um, in regards to the case I'm talking about today, there are a lot of memories that I have about the case itself. A few firsts that happened when, I guess to put into context, when you go through the training to do this job, you hear from those who have done the job for some period of time. And so they share with you experiences that they've had, you know, and things that maybe you want to try versus things you may want to avoid. And so in those trainings, when you hear those things, you know, part of you is like, what like, really, is that really gonna happen, and yeah, then they do, yeah, those yeah. things happen, and a few of those a few of those things happened in this case, and so
0: does getting rid of something like Yahoo chatroom or just more recently Craig'slist, does that get rid of pedophiles and predators and people who are preying no. on exploiting children? No,
1: it just uh, moves them to other platforms where those kids are,
0: right, yeah, that's what I'm seeing, like. We we were asked that kind of after the Craigslist disappeared, the personal section disappeared, and, and people were like, oh, that's great, right? It means that uh, there's no more of that. And I'm like, no, yeah. it just means that they've dispersed to another place, right?
1: So, yeah. They're just doing things in a different manner on a different platform.
0: Yeah. So we just have to go find the new platform where they are or have been for a while.
1: And I don't think we're ever going to run out of those places to go. Nope. Uh, not with the way technology is now, but... Uh, the case we're going to talk about today, um, I was listed in this uh, chat room, and I was just looking for cool friends. That was my sort of, um,
0: you know, whatever title. So you, you left the knitting room from yeah, last yeah. time, and now you're in cool friends? <laughs> That's right. Now I'm in cool friends. Of
1: course. And um, I was encountered by a gentleman, 54 years old, uh, and the name that we've given him is Mr. Kane, Ricky Kane, which is? A pseudonym, a, pseudonym. a yeah. pseudonym that we use. And, and what uh, did
0: Ricky Kane do to you? Well, tried to start doing.
1: Yeah, Ricky was a like from the beginning. He was a very dominant um, type of person. Um, and again, as things unfold and you hear this case, I think some of you will be shocked at what you're going to hear. Um, just the context of some of the things. And i I just want to apologize up front that uh, you know you are going to hear some pretty unbelievable things in the story as we kind of go along. So,
0: I was talking this week with someone and and kind of pointing out that we we are trying to walk a fine line with very graphic details that are given to us by our bad guys. Yeah. And a graphic subject, you know, basically the whole nature of what it is very graphic. Yeah. But realizing that not all of our listeners deal with these kind of offenders all the time and they may have, you know, some sort of of sensitivity to hearing about right. all of the details. So please understand we're trying to walk that line
1: <laughs> as fine of a as line fine fine as, it is. as we can. So for this uh opener I was in a chat room front called Oklahoma 2 and so I was just kind of messing around up in Oklahoma, seeing what was going on. and um,
0: Were you trying to get another trip outside of the state, like (laughs) a Las Vegas trip? It's Oklahoma. I could, like, walk there almost. (laughs) Uh,
1: But, you know, nonetheless, I was receiving uh, private messages, and I got one from Mr. Kane. And the elusive ASL question is asked, like we've discussed in many of the other episodes. Um, And so when I identified myself um, that I I was going to be uh, 14 – so I was actually 13. And so there was really no hesitation whatsoever. And so his first reply after I gave my age was literally like, "Hey, what's up to today? You out making trouble?" And so
0: so he didn't have second thoughts about your age?
1: No, 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 not at all.
0: Do we ever have someone, you know, and just for all of you listeners out there, I ask these questions sort of rhetorically because we both know that these right. are the case. But I want to educate you listening as well. Do we ever have anyone say they don't? Oh, want well, to all talk the, to us. Yeah,
1: all the time. It may come in the form of uh what are you doing? This is dangerous. You're in a, you know, place full of predators. Get out of here. I'll report you. I'll flag you, blah blah blah. Yeah. Things of that nature, we we get turned down, I would say more so than we uh get a conversation that hooks. Right. Honestly.
0: And that's what we want. The yeah. normal, reasonable Person to do, law abiding person to do Absolutely. Right? But Mr. Kane didn't do
1: that. No, he kicked off and his first question to me, he said, uh, So may I ask why you're chilling in a married but looking room? And so I guess to give that some context, Yahoo chat rooms used to be known by specific names. They may be married and looking, they may be, you know, something completely different, the younger the better, single and looking um, seeking romance, you know, there was all sorts of just user generated rooms and that's what those rooms used to be known as. And so apparently when they changed over to, you know, what I've mentioned in the past about Texas one through Texas 50 or Oklahoma one through Oklahoma 50, um, those rooms, you know, were still occupied by people who thought it was, uh, married and flirting or whatever he thought I was in. Um, so, to him, I guess he's been in that room quite a while, yeah. which is one telling th- sort of thing, yeah,, uh, and so I kind of you know tell him like, oh, I had no idea, I was like I was in chat Central, you know for Oklahoma too, I didn't know this was a married room and and so i uh you know obviously I told him, well no, obviously I'm not married, I'm only thirteen, and so we sort of went on from that and so i've I've chosen to pull just a very small section of chat just from the opener.
0: He's going to make us do another dramatic reading <laughs> and expose our bad acting skills,
1: right? And so, for the next just maybe twenty seconds, I want to give you the context of uh, of what what was said right off the bat. And so, I'll read my part, and you can read Mr. And I Kane's to be
0: part. Be the creepy bad guy again.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, can I ask you a question? Sure. Um, if this is a married in looking room, are you?
0: LOL. Good question. The answer is yes, but that's not a complete question. LOL.
1: Uh, There's my silly face. And so in that context, I sent an emoji to him.
0: Okay. And uh, so I'm going to read the LOLs because I'm not going to act like I'm going to laugh out (laughs) loud, but there you go. Laugh out loud. So uh, nice. Very pretty. I said, yes, you're married or yes, you're looking. Even if you were trying to be silly, LOL. Yes, I'm married and I'm always looking for fun so do you get good grades in school i'm guessing you do
1: i guess your wife doesn't really know about these rooms huh would she be
0: pissed no she wouldn't not she would not be happy so this was the opener right this very uh matter
1: of fact no denying yes i'm clearly married yes i'm out here trolling around on the internet and then to ask me if i get good grades in school and so i took the way this conversation began and i thought like man where is this going what is this guy gonna do you know and um anyhow we you know it kind of carried on our conversation and um
0: yes yeah, so we're always trying to see like what's going to be the reaction and and i guess once you do it enough you can kind of tell like which way a conversation's probably going as far as before you've told your age is it going to be a this is the end they ignore you and report you Or is it going to be a, like, let's keep going? And in this case, it was clear. It was a keep going, huh?
1: Yeah, he failed test number one, which was to tell me to, you know, piss off and get out of town. And so he started with some kind of back and forth questions about things, I guess, just in a way to get to know us. And so when I asked him, I said, well, what do you do? And he said, well, I'm a designer of software systems capable of running a factory. And so I thought, wow. Wow. Well, that's impressive, I guess. And I mentioned to him, I said, well, you must be really smart. I was like, maybe you can help me with my homework. And then in a very sort of arrogant uh, tone, he said, yes, I'm very smart. Everybody thinks so.
0: (laughs) He's lacking confidence. So, and this, if you haven't gathered this, um, you've, I think we've given a pretty wide array. We've, we've gone from flight attendant on a well-known air, airline, or I guess airplane, And then we go to teachers and we have, you know, every sort of person in between. Yeah. Yeah. So is it, it's not unusual, right? For us to just get, I mean, we've arrested, it doesn't matter. This sees no sort of
1: boundary. boundary, Now there's no boundaries whatsoever. It, it's every, uh, you know, Social, economic, status yeah. level, doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, so you would think that, you know, he's he's saying, yes, I'm very smart, I have all this to lose, but that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter yeah. how much there is to lose. There are a lot of people that just don't care. So he asked me, well, what what's your favorite subjects? And
1: my instinctive response was, I love PE and I love lunch. <laughs> and uh, those of you listening that know me know that that's accurate. And he said, okay, well, let me try it this way. What's your least favorite class and I told him science and math. And he said this is his re- exact reply and I'm quoting, Okay, so what specific scientific issues do you need clarified and what mathematical equations are troubling you? <laughs> did, did,
0: did, did you say, I I don't want any part of this. That's yeah, like that's always my fear is that that someone just like you saw in the Netflix and Chill <laughs> episode, when they say, Oh, I'm a math teacher, I can help you. And it's like, oh no, now I have to really <laughs> Right. I mean, the good thing is for me pretending to be dumb in math is not pretending. So, right. But how do you respond to something like that?
1: I, um, I responded in probably a very dumb way, you know?
0: (laughs) Yes. I need help. uh,
1: I told him that I don't really even understand the question. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that.
0: That wasn't the undercover. That was you. Yeah.
1: That was just all me. Right. And so, uh, we kind of go back and forth. We talk a little bit about sports and volleyball and some other things like that. And, and it doesn't take very long at all, but he slowly transitions to sexual related questions. And, um, he's asking me, Hey, are you at your computer? Are you alone in your room? Where's your mom? Is she going to be mad if you're talking to the, an older guy? And I was like, of course she'll be mad. I was like, she'll be so pissed off. I'll be grounded for months. Yeah. Kind of a deal. And so, um, Basically, he says that uh, if I've been misbehaving when I'm by myself, then what piques my sexual curiosity? I'm like, well, what?
0: Yeah, okay, (laughs) stop there. Let's talk about that. And I know you guys keep hearing me say grooming, and we keep coming back and talking about these topics over and over again. And I think I said in one episode, like it sounds like the same facts over and over again, right? right? with a little twist at the end. That is because... You'd be surprised how many of these bad guys are doing a lot of the same stuff. But how far gone is someone into, I guess, predatory behavior of a child when they would ask what has been said to be a 13-year-old girl, what piques your curiosity sexually these days? Right, Like that's that's not a question most adults would ask another adult let alone a 13 year old. And then he's very aware of asking like, is your mom going to be mad? So there are a lot of times we see real kids having conversations with, with these predators online and their parents have no clue it's going on because they're very good at hiding it. And the offenders are very good about telling how to hide and delete and things like that. Right. Right. So well, that's a, that's a, that's a far leap for an adult to go back and say, what piques your curiosity?
1: Well, especially with where we've already gone and the, the nature of the questions and just the manner in which he asked, I, I thought, my gosh, I've like got my hooks into something. I don't even know what, what it's all about yet. And so I, again, play sort of innocent, like, Hey, I'm just a teen. I don't even really know, understand what, what you mean. And he said, his reply was, that was very adroitly put adroitly a d r o i t l y adroitly. did you have to
0: dictionary.com that one
1: well I'm, I'm not even gonna lie i'm just gonna say i have no idea what that word is <laughs> none and so like as a grown man i had no clue what that word was we
0: could look it up but i would love for anyone listening to this episode to put into (laughs) our social media what you think adroitly (laughs) means without looking it up right
1: but i am going to give you a definition so no yeah i have to man because he gave one to me and and i i basically tell him i don't even know what that word means and he says adroit having or showing skill cleverness or resourcefulness in handling
0: situations (laughs) oh he must be fun at parties (laughs) <laughs> so all right you, uh, adroitly did you just did you just go I just, on or what just, did you say well
1: yeah we just you know I was like okay ha ha like lol or something and, and then he said very cleverly put I thought that was a very good dodge and so I was like are you messing with me <laughs> like really are you screwing with me like I don't even know he's the he's using words. words
0: that no one knows but especially a 13 year old right yeah so does he think you're not really 13 or does he think you're, I think he, or is he trying to show how smart he is? I
1: think that's where he's going. I think he's just trying to show me that, yes, he is an intelligent human being and, and he's going to show me, but like any of these guys, once little head thinking kicks off, um, he, he says that he's very entertained by our conversation, but then he starts a random thing where he said his ass hurts and I'm <laughs> like, huh? Yeah. And I'm like, um, okay, I don't really understand. And then he goes into this whole sort of diatribe how he did a lot of yard work and and sort of physical activities. And so as a result, I guess his uh, butt muscles and legs are, oh, okay. are kind of sore.
0: Right. So that's that, it's that start without having to say something too sexual right. to introduce a yeah, which, body talk. Yeah, which
1: leads him right into just – a barrage of of requests for images of me. And so um, at some point he gets a little bit frustrated, I think, um, because, and what I'm going to read is a quote. He says, you have such a nice way of deflecting and not answering questions. You answer my questions with questions. Very adroit.
0: (laughs) Was that, maybe he had word of the day toilet paper. (laughs) And adroit was the word of the day. (laughs) Because he's used it. Is that a
1: real thing? Word of the day, toilet paper? I think so. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So we kick off with more Q&A at his request, and he's asking me, do I prefer heels versus flats?
0: (laughs) What 13-year-olds prefer heels? Right.
1: And I told him I prefer (laughs) flip-flops.
0: I mean, (laughs) yes. What I mean, maybe there's a 13-year-old out there that loves wearing heels, and maybe some parent is let them i don't that's just foreign to me as far as the concept it gets weirder go (laughs) on
1: it gets weirder so then he he says he has a great desire to see me in a in heels and fine hosiery and then he sends this uh this section which i would assume was cut and paste from somewhere that and it's a definition knit or woven coverings of the feet and legs worn inside shoes in the 8th century bc Hesiod, referred to linings for shoes the romans wrapped their feet ankles legs and strips
0: it's this entire like so he like copied and pasted something to explain what fine ho- hosiery and yeah that stuff meant
1: yeah it, it ends with in the 19th century seamless stockings mostly of cotton were knitted on circular machines blah 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 blah, blah. all yeah. the way <laughs>
0: he's, he's so yeah he is Oh, first of all, he is very full of himself, so what yeah. a what a nice guy and treating you this way. But also it goes to show that like sometimes these these offenders really do lose track of reality. Yeah. So they're so sexualized towards a child that they're now envisioning these kids doing the same things that they would think an adult does, I does, I guess. I assume
1: that they you know, while they maybe it's some sort of justification in their own minds where they're having these deviant sexual conversations with children, but they're trying to justify, you know, that because they don't have the ones to be older. Yeah, or. they don't have the game to get an actual adult. Yeah, to do these things. But he he basically makes it clear that you know his preference it would be to see me in heels and thigh high stockings and thongs. And so he said it basically makes his heart. Palpitate, palpitate, and okay. i quickly said what does palpitate mean <laughs> and, and then i get another definition
0: <laughs> so he you have sh- to invest in a good dictionary in this one
1: that one i knew i i knew palpitate, but uh he he lost me on adroit Adroity. adroitly and so um he begins to sort of like send me multiple images of adult women in um you know the apparel that he had requested which was you know, high heels and stockings and, and just um, for our
0: listeners that this is the only person that's ever done that. Right. What's the, that? That sent pictures of oh the hose and underwear that they want you to wear. <laughs> Negative ghostwriter. Right. <laughs> because that <laughs> happens a lot. I know it's so ridiculous seeming. And, and to, to our listeners, your normal everyday person who is not so far gone that they're thinking this way. You're going, that's stupid so stupid and it's so crazy but this is common for us to get right yeah. from these predators they send they send pictures of the of the underwear and the lingerie that they think that these kids should be in and that they want to see these kids in
1: well i i was uh very adroit with him and i uh, threw it back <laughs> i threw it back at him and i was like wow is that your wife she's so pretty and uh he responded with no, that's not my wife. I would not do that. I would never share a picture of someone I know and love to someone online. And then in my thought, in my mind, I thought, oh, well, it's okay for you to groom me as a 13 year old right. with these sexualized photographs. And so it's just another example, you know, like we were just talking about, about this uh, grooming process.
0: Yeah. They, they do convince themselves or, or at least we get in the interview that the, the- Predator trying to convince us that I really cared for this kid and I was just concerned and watching out for them and yeah. for their best interest and I was going to be protective, but we see things during the chats that are make it very clear they do not care about this kid.
1: No, not at all. And, and what leads up next will will solidify that. Um, you know, all of his all the exposure he's you know sent me with these sexually sort of graphic photos and images. Um, Begs the question from him then about my own, you know, personal explorations and what I've done, and then the elusive question pops up: Is your mom home? And uh, how much do you have? How much time until she gets home? You know, how much time do you have
0: now? How long had you been talking to him at that point? <laughs> Ten minutes. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> Fifteen minutes tops. So we're not like days or weeks oh, or months into this. No,
1: this is though. This was a lengthy case. Uh, over the course of a few months, uh, this is, we're 10 minutes in at this point. And, uh, essentially, so, you know, the question comes up and, um, he's like, Hey, would you like to try something? I think you'll find it very exciting. I think I could coach you through giving yourself an orgasm.
0: Okay. So we've already gone from the mention of body parts, you know, talking about his himself hurting and now we're into... I'm gonna tell you how to masturbate.
1: Yes. And so he adds to that, he says, this will require you to pay attention. You will be required to participate. Uh, and for you to put into practice exactly what I'm gonna tell you to do. Do you understand me? And so I'm thinking to myself, like, what what is this guy? Like a dominant yeah. uh, you know, this power control. He's exercising this power control stuff that Um, So
0: he's going to obviously probably down the line say, well, I didn't really think you were 13. That's I can just assume. And I don't even know what the interview does, but I can just assume that's probably going to be his first explanation of this. But let me point something out to those listening if they haven't already thought it. And I'm sure they have, which is if he's acting this way, 10 minutes in with what he believes or may believe is a 13 year old. Right. This ain't his first time. No, this is not. The first kid he's done this with.
1: Right. He then asks me if I know what my clitoris is. And I replied, um, well, yeah, I think I do. And so he then sends me a, essentially a photograph and it's a medical, I, I'm convinced it's a medical photograph, like from some doctor's office where it's labeled with terminology. (laughs) I don't even know what the, it's so detailed.
0: I mean, it's so detailed. So I just want you guys to know, Tony had to go back to take a, an entire semester of anatomy. Ad, anatomy just to follow up with this case for future cases so he wasn't so confused.
1: Oh, my gosh. You cannot even make this stuff up. And so I said something like, where on earth did you find this? I was like, that's so funny. <laughs> 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 Which – prompts him to send me more and more and more and more Oh, and how generous of him very generous of him yeah and so um he walks me through the parts um in the image and he's very descriptive about all of this and um then of course comes a screenshot of his own appendage
0: well why not right so yeah. wait was that one labeled <laughs>
1: It wasn't quite as medical because it came, I think, from a webcam at his home.
0: Okay, so we've gone from very, like, I'm teaching this 13-year-old um, to now, I bet she wants to see mine, and so he sends a webcam, like, live streaming. Yep. It's not a photo, or is it?
1: Uh, no, he does send photos, but he also does live streaming with a with a webcam. Webcams were really, really, really popular. I mean, now we know it as live streaming and things of that. But back in the day, in this day, um, it was more or less um, just a, a webcam sort of deal. And his the the last image that he sends um, is the culmination of his erect uh, member and. He tells me the medical term for what I'm seeing is called semen. And I was like, "Oh God, thank God. Oh God. So
0: he's now gone from medical to webcam erection and he's masturbating. Yeah. And that's all in the course of fifteen, twenty minutes. Yeah, we
1: may be twenty minutes in at this point, twenty, thirty minutes tops. Um, right. it, it it was it was unbelievable. And so from his standpoint of wanting to educate me, uh, you know, with his, uh, you know, proficient descriptions and his medical terms. And, um, he then goes into a whole, uh, conversation and diatribe about a vasectomy and exactly how I'll be safe, uh, from pregnancy because, um, you know, he then has gone through this process. And so, uh, the the next thing that comes up and I, I'm going to read it because it's exactly what he sent me, like verbatim. And so it's a very descriptive writing about an orgasm. And so these are his words. Oh, let me. Oh, please, Brandon, go ahead.
0: And I quote, During orgasm, skin flushing generally reaches its maximum. Muscles may keep contracting while blood pressure, heart rate, and respiratory rate continue to rise. Some women make sounds reflecting the pleasure they are experiencing. Signs confirming orgasm and rhythmic muscle contractions occur in the outer third of the vagina, the uterus, and the anus. The first muscle contractions are the most intense and occur at a rate of about one per second. As the orgasm continues, the contractions become less intense and occur at a more random rate. A mild orgasm may have three to five contractions, an intense (laughs) orgasm, ten to fifteen. The quote-unquote sex flush redness becomes even more pronounced and may cover a greater percentage of the body. Muscles throughout the body may contract during orgasm, not just those in the pelvic area. Some women, women will emit or spray some fluid from their urethra during orgasm. This is often called female ejaculation. A woman's facial expression may indicate that she's in pain when she's having a pleasurable orgasm. Did, did he just, did he own stock in like some encyclopedia firm or something too? Uh, you know, this, I have no idea.
1: Like, I I really thought, my gosh, like, what the WTF? <laughs> like, what have I gotten into?
0: And you have to think, you have to think, like, if you hadn't begun talking to him, oh, he might be talking. to. I always think that when I get the weird out there and believe me, I've just had some recently where it's just a lot of weird. Right. But, but I sit and think, like, okay, if they weren't talking to me, they would be and and have been found to be talking to real kids about this stuff. Yeah, and I, I guess I
1: want to make aware, those of you listening, that the, the parts that I have shared with you and, and have read and had Brandon read verbatim, um, these are absolutely the cleanest portions that I can include because it's so sexualized, it's so deviant and I mean I have it, to
0: apologize for the creepy reading of that, but <laughs> I think I, it's there's exactly, no other way to read
1: it. That's <laughs> probably exactly what his mind you know, as he read it himself but um, so I, I try to go I divert things you know on some level um, I start to talk about his wife and his kids just to kind of just see and uh, what I find out that he tells me ultimately turns out to be very truthful information so he was
0: honest about talking about his wife and kids he was.
1: Yeah. Wow. Which was uh it really sort of you know, took me back a little bit. But um So
0: it's obvious he has he holds wife and kids in probably some like cherished place and then you're just a yeah. a sexualized thing to him because just he's going hustle. back and forth, right? Yeah. I mean it's going from like talking higher about his wife and family, and then he goes back to you and it's all sexualized.
1: Yeah. And so what happens next is that he sends me Child sex abuse material imagery and along with regular, you know, adult um, deviant sex acts and whatnot. But he does
0: send me. And what did he say about that stuff?
1: Um, well, he doesn't really mention anything about it. He just sends it and asks me how I like it. And, um, you know, I say something like, gosh, you know, she looks younger than me. And, you know, he's like, well, she is younger than you. And so what he does next really throws me. It was one of those firsts for me. I've never had it happen until this case, but it, like I said, in the beginning, it was one of those things that you hear about during your training sessions that happens and you just think, what is that really legit or not? And so he sends me an image of a woman engaged in a sexual act. And I say something like, gosh, she looks young like me. And he says, look again, that is you. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what the hell? So I look at the image. And you said, no, it's really not. <laughs> and I said, I look at the image and I'm like, it was my face. He took it was the my, picture that you sent. It was sent. one of my regular, normal, non sexualized pictures that I sent him and he did some Photoshop editing and took my face and superimposed it over the CSAM material of this person. Now and, wait.
0: You are less than, I mean, you're not days into this still. No, this is what,
1: uh, you know, we're, we're, we're probably several hours in at this point, but not many.
0: So you've had this conversation lasting hours, not days, not months or weeks or whatever. This is day one, day one hours. And he has not only given you definitions straight out of the Gray's Anatomy book, yeah, but he's then <laughs> sent you child sexual abuse material, yeah, which we don't particularly as a kid don't get sent all that often because right sometimes like I think we see a lot of times offenders sending us pornography and things that sexualize mm-hmm. us as kids right. or try and teach us, but a lot of times. I mean, it's not often that they're sending CSAM to us.
1: No, that's true. That Those are fairly rare instances. It does happen. Um, right. But, but not in any regularity, you know, that we would be used to.
0: And but he's now taught you about anatomy. He yeah. sent you that. Yeah. And then he Photoshopped your picture <laughs> yeah. onto CSAM.
1: Right. And then I was like, what the
0: what? That's, I mean, <laughs> it's unheard of, right? It's, is it, was it the for only me. time you've had this happen? It is the only time I've had it happen. In 13 years, 14 years. Yeah, Yeah, a long time. Absolutely, only time. And so, obviously, he's dangerous. Yeah, He's very dangerous. And I will say that, you know, obviously, talking in a sexualized manner with the 13-year-old or who he believes is a 13-year-old is bad enough. But the sending of CSAM is automatically, you've got what now? You've got an offense, right? You've got a criminal offense.
1: Yeah, aside from his, uh, you know, the online sexualized communications and the online solicitation, which, I mean, clearly we've, we've achieved at this point. And that, um, and then essentially, you know, he sends me the CSAM material, which is, he sent me over 125 child sex abuse material images. In addition to the 125 he sent, he performed on a webcam and um, that was all that, you can imagine that it was
0: um of him performing on a webcam yeah yeah
1: from his home which uh you know i could see he was at like a a home office or desk or something to that you know along those lines and so that i guess one thing i want to talk about with that is that does help us in the long run when we get to a point if we make an arrest and we execute a search warrant because a live broadcast whether it's in our current terms of, you know, live broadcasting or in his instance, a webcam, it does give me as an investigative standpoint, a view of some portion of his house, like his desk or his chair or his painting on the wall. And so when we get to that point down the road where we're executing a search warrant, his house, it sure is nice to be able
0: to take photographs from the same angle of where that camera is. Right to show a potential jury. And I don't think that's just in these cases in law enforcement. If we go out on a search warrant, we take pictures of things from the angles that we can see. And, you know, we're always trying to match up what we see beforehand and what we see after the fact. Right. Yeah. Well, you guys are going to have to, uh, Stand by for another week to hear how this one concludes, because that wraps up today's episode, and we will continue this episode, and you'll get to hear how it ends in next week's episode of, yep. the continuation of this, right? Yeah,
1: we we hate to to punt that, but um, I think because of the amount of stuff that's left, I, th- I think you'll really enjoy it.
0: Yep. So tune in next Thursday when we come back and finish this episode. In the meantime, listen to us where. All the podcasts can be listened to on Apple and Spotify and Google and iHeartRadio and Stitcher and anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or at our website, catfishcops.com. Send us an email or a question, and we'll read your question. And if you'd like to be named on air, we'll do that as well. Yeah. But thanks for listening, and we will talk to you soon.